everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie GPFL. It is Thursday. It's June 16th. It is 2022. We have five baseball games on today's slate. Riding solo today. Only five games. Figured I would just break this one down and um, chat. Appreciate everyone that listens each and every day. Don't get to say it enough. Um, really appreciate the support. If you ever have any suggestions or feedback or anything like that, always open to that kind of stuff. So, yeah, there you go. So, we're going to roll into it. Five games here. We got Philadelphia at Washington, nine and a half total in this game. Phillies, a 160 favorite. We got Wheeler going up against Patrick Corbin. Uh, we'll start here with Zach Wheeler. Wheeler on the season, 29% Ks, 3.4 XFIP, 29% to both sides of the plate. Great swinging strike rate. He's done a great job of limiting power to both sides of the plate as well. So on a small five-game slate, definitely have um, some interest here in Zach Wheeler. When you look at the Washington team, this lineup's kind of banged up right now. Um, We'll have to see if Soto is going to be back or not dealing with that knee injury. Um, You know, we we saw a nice bump to Strider when that lineup came out for Washington, and Strider had, I think, 10 strikeouts in five innings or something like that and absolutely pitch well. So definitely like this spot for Zach Wheeler. And then on the other side of this game, Patrick Corbin. Corbin's really struggled with hard contact this season, especially to right-handed hitters. His numbers against lefties, not great either. He's done a good job of, you know, limiting power to lefties, but still giving him a ton of hard contact. And I mean, his walk rate is higher than his strikeout rate. Um, against left hand or right left-handed hitters. And then, I mean, you look at the Philadelphia lineup, they just have a lot of right-handed power, Hoskins, Castellanos, Bohm. Um, So I really don't have a lot of interest here in Patrick Corbin. I actually kind of like Philadelphia a lot in this spot. Hoskins, 4,400. Castellanos, 4,100 in this spot if Alec Bohm is in there, which he should be hitting fifth or sixth. He is 3,100, so... Definitely like these right-handed bats. If I'm full stack in Philadelphia, I don't mind, you know, getting Schwarber, Harper, someone else in there. Um, you know, with these righties being kind of cheap, I could definitely see going with like a three-man stack and, you know, just kind of approaching it that way. On the other side, I mean, if if Soto is out, this lineup's just not great. You know, you could potentially take Bell, low strikeout rate, good Woba. Um, his hard hit rate is down this season as well. But overall, I think this is one of those spots on a five-game slate. You know, you could potentially play some game theory because I do think Wheeler is going to be pretty popular. But overall, I just don't have a ton of interest here. Tampa Bay at New York, eight total in this one. The Yankees are a 160 favorite. Fleming going up against uh, Severino in this one. I mean, looking at Looking at Fleming first, we don't really expect him to pitch too deep here. You know, he's maxed out this season at 77 pitches. He struggled in his last start, and he only threw 48 pitches. 
getting a Yankees team that's very right-handed heavy, looking at his numbers against righties this season, 421 Woba, 190 ISO, 40% hard hits, 10% soft hits, 13% Ks, and 11% walks. Don't think this is a spot I want to play Josh Fleming against this powerhouse Yankees lineup and in Yankee Stadium. So I'm going to pass on Fleming here. And then, I mean, Severino on the other side of this game, I have some interest in Severino here, 9,400. Going up against Tampa, there's some strikeouts in this lineup, low walk rates. You know, they're still with without two of their best hitters um, with Franco and Lau out. So I think this is a good spot for Severino. Um, I mean, both Severino and Wheeler are two of the top pitchers on the slate. We'll talk about two other guys that I don't mind today. Uh, but I mean, those are going to be your 1A, 1A, 1B, 1A, 1A, 1B type plays today, in my opinion. Up next, we got Milwaukee at New York facing the Mets. Seven and a half total in this game. Lowest total. Oh, I guess the, the Mariners game is lower. Seven and a half total in this game. Mets, a 135 favorite. We got Ashby going up against McGill in this one. Aaron Ashby, 7,100 here. A lefty, and, you know, the Mets are a little bit worse against left-handed pitching than they are against right-handed pitching. And, you know, we've gotten to see Ashby a little bit this season. He's got decent strikeout stuff, good swinging strike rate, good strikeout stuff, um, 100 pitches. In two of his last three starts, over 90 pitches and four straight starts. I think he could potentially be a contrarian play today. He's not my favorite option, but I, I do think, like, if you want to be a little different today, he's done a great job of limiting fly balls, generating soft contact, and getting ground balls while on top of that, striking people out. So I don't think this is the craziest idea to play Aaron Ashby today. And then Tyler McGill. 8,600 here. This is one of those spots where I probably don't end up playing McGill. He has good strikeout stuff. He's good against righties. The only thing I'll say is if they do roll out like a really right-handed heavy lineup, maybe you look at McGill. This game's in New York. Um, good ballpark for pitching, and they do have a lot of strikeouts in this lineup. So maybe I like McGill more than I originally thought. He's just coming off of two tough games. Um He's had some good games this season. He's definitely someone that could put up 20-plus fantasy points. So maybe I like Tyler McGill more than I originally thought I would here. As far as the Milwaukee Bats, um, Yelich is 3,900. Definitely interest in him. Tellus is 3,600. Definitely interest in him. Probably use those guys more as like a two-man if I want like a third, um, it would probably just be who's hitting good. Is Adamas hitting in a good lineup spot? Um, he takes up like that shortstop position. Is Navarez in the lineup? He takes up a catcher position. And I mean, he has the platoon here. So the other side, the Mets, I mean, I definitely like Pete Alonzo. He's always someone I think you could play against the lefty as a two. He's he's just he's such a good hitter in general. Um, I mean, his ceiling is massive, 235 ISO. Escobar has a 294 ISO against left-handed pitching this season. So those would be my main pieces. Um, 
I mean, I don't know if Sterling Marte is going to be in there or not. He got hit um, in the wrist with a fastball. I highly doubt he plays in this game. So you could get a good lineup spot for like Mark Kana at 3,200. Um, don't want to fully sack this game, but I mean, there's pieces from this game that I don't mind um, taking some shots on here on such a small slate. Rangers and Tigers, eight and a half total in this game. Rangers, a one. 26 favorite. We got Perez going up against Brisky. Brisky. Martin Perez is someone that I feel like I've played way more than I, I, I would have expected coming in to the season, especially at 9K. But Perez has been pitching fantastic. He's been generating ground balls. He's been pitching well. You look at the Detroit lineup, and I mean, it's just not a scary lineup. They have under 100 ISO with over a 22% K rate and under a 250 Woba against left-handed pitching this season. So I think this is one of those like patented Martin Perez, seven inning games, zero earned runs of, you know, four, five, six strikeouts. So I actually, I have a ton of interest here in Martin Perez. I think this is a spot you could um, definitely play him. No issues with playing him at all. At 9K, I think he's a good pivot off of those top two guys that we talked about earlier. Uh, Bu Brisky. I mean, he's had a couple good games here recently, and I mean, against good teams as well. He pitched well against Toronto, he pitched well against the Yankees. I just you look at his numbers, and he really struggles with right handed hitters. And this is going to be a pretty left handed heavy lineup today. Uh, and he's actually been pitching really well against lefties, so I don't know how much I necessarily trust that. You know, you 15% K rate. I think Babip's going to have to be on his side. He has a really low swinging strike rate. And in those games that he pitched well, um, like the Yankees still hit a couple home runs against him. So, I, I mean, for me, it's probably a pass. I actually kind of like Texas. I hope they're a team that, you know, potentially flies a little under the radar today. Marcus Simeon, Garcia. Like I said, this guy's really struggle with righties. Um, you can look at Seager and Calhoun as far as the lefties are concerned. Um, Duran has had good power against right-handed pitching, and he's been hitting the ball really well here recently. So he's obviously someone uh, you can look at if you need, I mean, some value as well. I'm pretty sure he's he's really cheap, right? Um, did they finally price Duran up? I don't think so because I'm not even – yeah, he's still 2,500. So, and you can play him at second base. So, really like him. They said he's been hitting the ball really well. This platoon matchup looks really good for him. So, like him a lot. As far as Detroit, I really don't like anything. <laughs> I just I, – I mean, you look at the lineup and it's just not good. Martin Perez not typically a guy that goes out and gets blown up. Um, I know he got blown up last start. The White Sox are good against left-handed pitching. It was the only time this season that he's gotten blown up. So, I really like the spot for Perez and kind of like the Texas bats. And honestly, I kind of like taking Texas minus 126 in this game. I think that is there's some value with that. Um, I think that will move throughout the day and we'll see it end up maybe closer to like 150. We finish it out with the Angels and the Mariners. Seven total in this game. The Angels are 120 favorite. We got Otani going up against Kirby in this one. 
Otani, 8,200. We know the, the strikeout ceiling that this guy has. My only concern is Seattle is a sneaky good contact team. The lineup that they usually run out, I mean, they have a lineup that, you know, when Suarez and Rodriguez and Torrens and Moore, these guys are in there, there there's some strikeouts. So um, I, I really... I really don't mind Otani's in this spot. I think like if you're chasing. If you want to just chase the ceiling in large field tournaments, I definitely think this is a spot you can do it with Otani. I I would rank Wheeler Severino ahead of him. I think I'd rank Otani ceiling wise ahead of Perez, but I think Perez is probably a little bit safer than Otani. But I mean, in tournaments, who cares about safety? You're you're just trying to chase that ceiling. So, you know, the other side of this game, we have George Kirby and we've seen him a little bit now. He's at 6,500. I mean, he has really struggled with righties and, you know, you got three really good right-handed hitters at the top of this order um, with Ward, Trout, and Ward, Trout, and Rendon. Rendon was out of the lineup Wednesday dealing with a little bit of a wrist. Um, If he's out again, I mean, that obviously could hurt this lineup a little bit, but I still think this is a really tough matchup for Kirby, and I think we have enough good pitching on the slate that I don't have to play him. Uh, definitely like the Angels in this spot. Ward, Trout, um, Rendon, if he's back in there. If he's not, I mean, you could take some shots on Duffy or Marsh. Um, whoever catches Stassi or Kurt Suzuki, I think is fine. And then, I mean, for Seattle, I would just target the power bats. Suarez, Rodriguez, France, um, even maybe Winker. But I'm not going out of my way to stack seattle today um good slate i mean for a five game slate there's a lot of options today i think you're wanting to kind of prioritize pitching on this slate more than anything else batting i mean this might be a day that i go like three three two yeah i think just kind of looking at the slate there's not like i think my favorite stack on the entire slate is probably philadelphia Or I mean the Yankees. You could full stack the Yankees. You could full stack Philly. Um, those would be my two favorite stacks today. Play the morning grind game, and then um, we'll get out of here and look forward to another full slate on Friday. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. I think it has to be Ashby. I think he has the best chance um, to get the strikeouts here. Kirby has a decent chance, too, um, with the bottom half of that lineup. But I'm going to go Ashby over 8K to score under 15. I think my bust would have to be McGill. He's my least favorite of these expensive options. So I'm going to go with McGill over 4K to hit a home run. Give me Stanton to go yard today. I really like this spot for him. I really like this spot for the Yankees in general. Under 4K to get two hits. I'm going to go Alec Bohm in this one. He's having a, a good little stretch here. It's a great matchup. 
The other one, honestly, the other one that I was thinking of was Duran. I really like him today as a value play at 2,500, and he's been hitting the ball super well here recently. Uh, stack to score six or more runs. I don't want to say the Yankees, so I'll go Phillies. I said those are my two favorite um, lineups today, stacks today. So that's kind of what I'm looking at. Um, that's kind of it. That's all I got today. Like I said, appreciate everyone listening. If you ever have any feedback or comments or anything like that, always feel free to reach out. If not, appreciate you listening. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back Friday with another main slates. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.